Welcome to Focus First, the success podcast, bringing you inspiration and motivation each and every week with your host, Richard Butler. Welcome to today's podcast. Today, I want to talk about gaining trust with the first impression that you give to somebody. And you see, the thing is that people say never judge a book by its cover. But the fact of the matter is we constantly do it. Even even I do it. And it's wrong, but it's like a natural thing that we just do straight away. We look at somebody and we can make a judgment. So if this is the reality, which I think it is, even though we try not to, you need to make sure that people get a good first impression. And as I said, you only get one shot at this because if they get a bad impression of you, be it in business or in your personal life, it may take a long time to build up that trust, to build up that likability. Now, if you've been following me for a while, you know I've written a book about NLP and I suggest maybe that you uh, download that because it will be really useful for you. And I'll put a link to it in the uh, comment section, which depending where you're listening to this podcast, you may see. So the real question I want to answer is, how do you go about doing this, of getting people to like you in the first uh, instance that they see you? So if you're looking to further refine the way you are perceived by others, well, then this is the podcast for you because I'm going to explain it. I'm going to tell you what you need to have taken care of before your first words to a new person are even spoken so that you can facilitate a trusting relationship with them. The first thing is, approach a person with good posture. When you're slumped over, you give the impression that you are lazy or disinterested in what is happening in front of you. So, you know, if you walk up and you're like, and I'm just actually going to change my posture now, and your hands are sort of just hanging down, and your head is down, and you're looking at your phone, and you can even see my voice has changed completely there because my posture has changed, and I just feel a bit down. So, if you approach somebody like that, that's going to make a bad first impression. So what you should do is approach somebody with um, your shoulders back, your head up, and make eye contact to let the person know that you're giving them your undivided attention. Now, I have a colleague, and I was just watching him yesterday, and he's, um, he's French, and I always say to him, he is super arrogant because he walks into a room and he grabs attention. He's dressed perfectly. He walks straight. He walks slowly. He walks with purpose. And no matter what is the first impression, he definitely makes one. Now, the guy is a lovely guy. Once you get to know him, he's really nice. But I always say to him, you are so damn arrogant. And he just looks at me and smiles and he says, I know. <laughs> but it's, it's okay, it's something that he puts on to... Uh, be be very confident, and it comes across like that. But looking at him, the way he walks, the way he dresses, all of that makes him uh, an impressive person when he walks into a room. And that leads me into the next point really nicely, which is dress to impress. Now, you don't always have to go around in a suit or be dressed up all the time, but obviously if you're in a work environment, uh, it would be good to be in a suit and a well-tailored suit. So... If you go to a job interview, um, what I always say to people is make sure that your suit is fits well, your shirt fits well, that it's pressed if it needs to be pressed, there's no stains, etc. Because 
that will give a first bad impression. If there's stains on your shirt, people will go, oh, he doesn't take care of himself. Or the shirt is impressed, he doesn't take care of himself. Even if you're a bit overweight, make sure that it is not overly tight-fitting. And this goes for the guys as well as the girls. But in a non-business environment, you can make sure that you're in clean, wrinkle-free clothes that express a style that's unique to you. Now, again, somebody's walking down the street and they have a T-shirt on that has an offensive message on it, which I've seen and I hate here in Barcelona. I see people and sometimes they're tourists. But it gives a very bad first impression. And then I see people walking in the street and they're business people and they're dressed really casually, but they just look so clean and so professional. So you always want to make sure that everything matches, everything fits well, everything just goes. And sometimes you see people and you say, it's such a simple outfit, but they wear it so well. And of course, you can sprinkle your personality into your outfit. But it has to be said, if you're a girl, you need to be careful of the low-cut tops, the short skirts, because it can give a wrong impression. And yes, that may sound sexist, and I know, but somebody has to say it, that when I see somebody walking into the office and they're really well-dressed and really power-dressing and really pretty, I feel that they are more professional than somebody who walks in and, shall we say, they're showing what they have. Again, this goes for the guys as well, you know, that you don't want to be going around with a, a white shirt open down to uh, your chest bone with a, with a necklace, etc. It just gives a bad impression. So do think about how you dress and the impression it gives. Now, people love people to be authentic. And what you wear is a chance to show them who you are. Now, the next thing is smile. Show people that you actually know how to smile. And I always said that I find it hard to smile, but I'm smiling now. But make sure that you take good care of your teeth. So make sure that after lunch you wash your teeth. So you don't go and you smile at everybody at a conference, uh, video conference meeting or a, a physical uh, meeting, and there's a big piece of lettuce on your tooth. Uh, that immediately people go, uh-oh. So your smile is not only, well, your smile not only shows people that you care about good hygiene, it shows them that you are friendly and allows them to open up to you more easily. When you see somebody who's really smiley and really happy, you open up to them more. And if you have a problem with, with your teeth, maybe see a dentist about getting them fixed, about getting them white, or restoring them in some way. Because it's amazing. My wife, actually, the first thing that she looks at with people is their teeth. And sometimes, like I'm talking to the person, I say, oh, they're such a nice person. And she goes, yeah, but did you see the state of their teeth? So people do notice this. Now, um, depending what country you live in, the first way of saying hello to somebody is with a firm handshake. Now, in Spain, it's slightly different because what we do is we give two kisses to people when we meet them for the first time. And I always laugh when I go back to uh, Dublin, my, my native city, or if I'm uh, going for work to London or to the US or in other countries that it's very formal. Um, when you meet a girl, you shake her hand and it's very much, I say, would you like a cup of tea and we can... Uh, we can go and have a little nata. It's very, it's, it's very formal. But in Spain, it's a, it's a more physical country. So we give two kisses to people. For example, I met a client uh, just last night. And uh, I've never met her before, but I gave her the two kisses rather than shaking the hand. But if, obviously you can't do that everywhere, but um, if the sort of etiquette is to shake the hand, make sure you give a firm handshake and not a weak handshake. What my father used to call it was like a dead fish, that it was just a limp handshake. 
Because you see, a firm handshake sends the message that you are a passionate person, a go-getter, and will immediately pique the interest of the person you're meeting. And, you know, we've all shaken hands with people and thought, wow, what a handshake, either good or bad. And you were probably more open to receiving the information the person was trying to tell you or sell you after they established respect right off the bat. Now, there's no doubt about it that first impressions can be tricky, but... When you have the sort of tips that I've shared with you today in order, um, it's easier to make that first impression when meeting somebody. And people are more likely to choose somebody who is clean, carries themselves well, and communicates honestly and effectively. Now, it does depend on the uh, type of person. Because, for example, if I go to a mechanic and the mechanic is wearing a suit, the first impression I get is this guy isn't a mechanic um, because I expect him to be in overalls. The same if I go into a hospital... I expect that the doctors will have a white coat. So we have certain expectations. So look at the industry that you're in as well. If you're in a modern IT startup, maybe everybody just goes around casually with uh, long hair and with shorts and with uh, Converse shoes, whatever it may be. So always, you know, sort of go for your industry as well. And if you need anything, let me know because I can help you with coaching or I would recommend that you download my NLP ebook. And if you don't see a link to the book in the comments of this podcast, again, depending where you're watching it, um, just go into Google and, and search for what is sensory acuity. And you should see uh, my uh, book will come up. My website, richardbutlerthesuccesscoach.com will actually come up. And you can read more about NLP, making first impressions, building rapport, etc. You've been listening to Richard Butler of richardbutlerthesuccesscoach.com. I'll talk to you in the next podcast. Thank you for listening to Focus First, the success podcast. For more inspiration and podcast notes, visit richardbutlerthesuccesscoach.com.